Welcome to the week 11 power rankings. Um, we are at the very end of this season with three weeks left. Um, still a ton of teams in the hunt and some big time games this week. So let's get started. All right, number 12 this week, we have the Blessum and Zach Rovat. A bit of surprise to some of us. Moving down five spots to number 12 in another heart-wrenching loss, 115 to 110. Um, Zach has had a number of opportunities this season to win games um, that were lower scoring, and he just hasn't got it done, hence the force and six record. And 11th in the standings. Um, he's coming up on another hard week with a number of players out on bye. Um, one thing he does have is a stable of backs. Now adding Ronald Jones as another number one running back. Um, his wide receiving situation is abysmal. And my professional power ranking opinions, he's going to have to move one or even two of those guys and maybe grab a wide receiver tight end combination to uh, try and get a couple W's these last three weeks. Um, he's got a tough matchup this week with Argo, who has been red hot. Uh, should be a great matchup and should def- basically decide Zach's fate moving forward. Number 11, a little bit of surprise to me, down one spot from 10 to 11 is the Argo, Argo, fuck yourself. And uh, Wade Carlton, he had a huge week again, 155 points. He's up to eighth in the standings, um, a tie for fifth, I believe, but eighth with the uh, lower scoring points throughout the season. But uh, he's, you know, he's surprising a lot of us. Daniel Jones came in this week and put up 38. Um, If he can get 38 from Daniel Jones going forward, he's a very deadly team uh, when he's got Josh Jacobs and Chris Carson. Uh, two surprise top five, uh, ten, five backs, whatever they are, both putting up 20 this week. And then uh, Kyle Rudolph catching a couple touchdowns. And then his receivers just kind of had um, decent weeks. And then a big defensive week from the Steelers over the Rams on uh, a huge win, 17-12. to 12. But um, I like Argo. I like his – he's got a lot of mojo going. He's going to get Deshaun back next week who was on by. So – Daniel Jones will be a viable backup if anything happens to Deshaun moving forward. All right, moving right along to number 10. We're up two spots from 12 to 10. Is Jack's capital and owner, Duncan Palmer. Um, had to ask him what the team name was. Uh, the explanation did not help, really. But uh, usually that's not a good sign when other teams are asking what the your team name means, but he loves it, and his team dominated this week with it. So I believe Jack's capital will stick uh, with a humongous 165.6 to 79-point win over the high-value Tough Eats. Um, This is exactly what Duncan needs, and he needs something similar these next three weeks, and I do believe he will sneak in the playoffs despite whatever his record might end up to be. Currently it's 3-7, and but I have him in the top half of the league in points. And 165 points will help. Um, Lamar Jackson has been electric, maybe the draft pick of the year, uh, putting up 39.4. And then Golden Tate um, has been really, really nice for him. 
who he acquired from the high value tough eats in a big trade at the time who both teams have lost the major contributors from that trade, but um, golden Tate has shined and shown shining. He's shining because he's golden uh, 23 and a half points. And then Amari Cooper and another trade acquisition um, for Todd Gurley. It really solidifies this as maybe the top wide receiving core um, in the league with Devonte Adams, Amari Cooper, and Golden Tate, and then um, Jamison Crowder had a great week, twenty points too. Uh, he's got a lot of good players. I think it might be tough for him to pick a lineup each week, but uh, I look for Duncan to make a late push in the points for final two playoff spot. Number nine again this week is the uh, Mander's Daddy Shark. I'm going to call him Shark Week. I like that name much better, and he hasn't played the Mander's in a couple weeks. So update your team name, Josh. Um, but a huge loss, devastating loss for Josh, who could have moved to six and four and into the playoffs. Uh, but he's five and five and sixth uh, in the standings. Um, you know, he had a he had a late push last night with the Jacob Hollister, Russell Wilson connection, but that was all Russell could find all night, basically. And him scoring 18 points, I believe about 12 points less than his average was the difference. And it would have been a huge win when he had um, four starters on the bench uh, with bye, but um, he's still in the hunt. He's got to win probably two out of three to have a chance to make the playoffs. All right, folks, number eight, up four spots um, from a tie of 12th to 8th is the Tier 1 Studs and Ian McGrath. Um, a really a heart-wrenching loss to Wade, but at this point with his record currently 4-6, and six, it's all about points, baby, and he put up 142.4, and he's going to have to continue to be, I think, 140-plus to make a playoff push. Um, and try and get one of those wild card spots. Um, when you look at Ian's team, he's got Dak Prescott, and then the point for 30, who's been really good all year. Um, he almost pulled off the win despite some key bye week um, players, DeAndre Hopkins and Cortland Sutton, and then an injured James Conner. Um, he did have Jalen Samuels waiting as a handcuff. That only paid off for seven points. But um, be encouraged. I think he's got a good team with a lot of talent. Um, he's going to have to put up 150-ish these next three weeks or win out and get to that 7-6 and six record to have a chance of making the playoffs. Down one spot this week from 6 to 7 is the Epstein didn't kill himself. Totally agree. Um, and Mitch Ferguson, he had one of his worst weeks in some time with 106 points. Um, once again, another, uh, loser to the bye week with Philip Lindsay, um, and then Geis. So that's two potential starting running backs on bye. Um, and Rogers kind of got shut down from the end zone from Carolina. It was mostly a running attack and, uh, he only had 10 points. That That's, that's trouble. Um, but you know, Greg Olson showed some signs of life, which I think is really encouraging. And when he gets two of his uh, starting four backs um, playing next week, he's got a chance. Mitch is way up there in points still. I believe he has 
a playoff spot currently. We'll take a look after this to uh, after this power rankings look at a current playoff spots, um, the top six, and we will find out just where Mitch is in the playoff standings. All right, folks. Um, down one spot this week. No, excuse me, up three spots this week. Sorry, my Excel sheet. A little tired. Um, up three spots is to say Kawanye, Sunday's best, very creative name, and uh, Will Butler. Um, he just held on to a win last night, as we discussed earlier. He gets to five and five and seventh in the standings. Um, he's going to need to win two out of three. Like I said, I think that seven and six mark gives you a great chance of making the playoffs. Um, but let's take a quick look at his team. He went and spent big on Kyler Murray, and that did win him, win him this week with 33 points. Um, whenever you can win with Saquon scoring eight, um, you got to feel good about it. He had half his team on by because he's got a bunch of Philly and New England players. So you got to feel good if you're Will getting a W, missing that many starters. Um, an ugly win, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, Saquon's a little banged up, very concerned about that. But I think he's got a little bit of a QB controversy with Tom Brady and Kyler Murray, two very different guys, two very different ages, two very different people. Um, both have potential for big games. So have fun with that, Will. All right, down three spots um, to number five is the high-value Tough Eats. And myself, I'm not surprised with this. My team is uh, reeling in a number of ways. But we're going to get healthy this week, hopefully, and get off bye week. But um, just a, just a uh, bone-crushing loss to uh, Jack's Capital and Duncan Palmer last week. Kind of got hit with the double whammy, the, the combination of two bye week starters and then three starters at the last second scratch um, had me – very flustered and made a couple questionable moves, including a Brian Hoyer ad, uh, tough eats, and then a Ross Dwelly ad because uh, Kittle's out. So uh, my team's in trouble. The running back situation in Arizona is uh, it's a head-scratcher, to say the least. Um, all I can ask for is, you know, David Johnson to be the starter and King on Drake to be a viable flex option at catching some passes. And uh, but that's not the case. It looks like Kenyon's taking over the number one spot. Uh, maybe they're still waiting for David Johnson to get healthy. Not sure. Um, I'm gonna need some production from my wide receivers. Big names with low scoring outputs this year. Um, high value tough heats are in a little bit of trouble. All right, up, up another spot this week is the I have a Chubb and uh, Colby Johnson. Um, a, a big win, a uh, five and five record, fifth in the standings, and he got a tremendous game from Aaron Jones that kind of pushed him over the edge. Um, most of his team kind of was uh, a little average, but then him and Kelsey, Aaron Jones and Travis Kelsey, carried almost half the point total with uh, 47 points between the two and just squeaking out a win over Zach. Um, you know, you got to like Colby's team. I think his running backs are kind of boom-bust potential guys, especially Tevin Coleman and Aaron Jones. For whatever reason, they haven't really gotten the consistent workload that uh, some would want. But you got to like having Chubb, Jones, and Coleman 
at running back. And then he's going to get scary Terry McLaurin back next week. Maybe that connection from uh, Haskins to McLaurin uh, catches fire and it kind of fills a void in that last flex spot. Um, Two question marks for this team for me is the quarterback and defense position. Um, Derek Carr, I don't know if he's a viable option at quarterback every week. He's been good this year, though. And then I think uh, the defense situation is just always up in the air for Colby. Um, But he's in really good position to make a run at the playoffs. All right, up up another spot this week is the Iowa Chubb and uh, Colby Johnson. Um, a, a big win, a uh, five and five record, fifth in the standings, and he got a tremendous game from Aaron Jones that kind of pushed him over the edge. Um, most of his team kind of was uh, a little average, but then him and Kelsey, Aaron Jones and Travis Kelsey, carried almost half the point total with uh, 47 points between the two and just squeaking out a win over Zach. Um, you know, you got to like Colby's team. I think his running backs are kind of boom-bust potential guys, especially Tevin Coleman and Aaron Jones. For whatever reason, they haven't really gotten the consistent workload that uh, some would want. But you got to like having Chubb, Jones, and Coleman at running back. And then he's going to get scary Terry McLaurin back next week. Maybe that connection from uh, Haskins to McLaurin uh, catches fire and it kind of fills a void in that last flex spot. Um, two question marks for this team for me is the quarterback and defense position. Um, Derek Carr, I don't know if he's a viable option at quarterback every week. He's been good this year, though. And then I think uh, the defense situation is just always up in the air for Colby. Um, but he's in really good position to make a run at the playoffs. All right, folks, number two this week. This might be my biggest surprise of the week. Down one from one to two is the Mark Mandrews um, is your daddy. Despite a barn shed performance over the current number one team in the playoff or the power rankings in the African-Americans, uh, Mandrews moves down a spot. I don't think it's really matters, but uh, he's a favorite now that Mahomes is back. 36 points from Mahomes. 30 or 28 from McCaffrey, 35 from Henry, 23 from Andrews, and 25 from Landry, who he got for free um, cognitively. By far the most worst cognitive trade of the year, in my opinion. Um, and the Andrews are right back to where we were those first four weeks, healthy and very dangerous. They are a – Lock in the playoffs, if you ask me. Currently in second place, um, fully healthy and through bye weeks, I believe. So let's look at uh, actually Mahomes, I believe, has a bye week coming up. Excuse me. Yeah, week 12. So that's interesting. But uh, I like Mandrews in regardless because of his point total. Um, a huge week, 187 points, will put you in excellent position for a bye week in the playoffs. All right, number one, as we all just found out, is the McCaffrey Americans. Um, very surprising. I'm not sure um, some of the voters are taking into account uh, some of the injuries he sustained last week. 
But um, nonetheless, six and four, third in the standings. Um, really, a, a just a butt whooping this week to the Mandrews. Um, but let's take a quick look at his team. Dalvin Cook is a very highlight, very large highlight for him. 31 points. Um, and then the Niners D has been, I think they're the number two defense in the league. Very nice to have um, week to week. Uh, but the big loss of Devonta Freeman and Austin Hooper, who knows how long that will last. His starting lineup will look very different next week. And let's see who he's got. The matchup, as he tries to get to that seven wins, he's got to say Kwanye's best. So a tough matchup. Um, potentially in a little bit of trouble for Matt Caffrican. Um, but despite all those factors, the the uh, six voters in this league have him number one on average. So your first place team going into week 11 is the McCaffrican Americans. All right, let's take a quick look at the current playoff standings going into week 11. Um, at the number one spot currently, we have the high-value Tough Eats at 7-3. and three. And then we have uh, in the second spot also ha- having a bye, if it ended right now, is the Mark Mandrews at 6-4 and four and leading the league in points. And then those three and four spots go to the two, six, and four teams. Number three would be McCaffrican Americans, four at the Gallman, Gallman, Gons. And then this is where things get a little bit interesting, folks. That five, six wild card position, uh, I have the Epstein didn't kill himself at the fifth spot. Um, based on points, uh, he is at 1327, a uh, big number. And then that sixth and final spot, we have the I have a chub at 12.85. Let's look at some close contenders. Um, despite being dead last in standings, Jack's Capital is only down 12.4 points from I have a chub. He is right in the hunt, folks. Tier one studs at 12.35. They're down about 50. And then Shark Week, bless them, and Saquonye. Maybe a little out of reach. They would need a two to three big weeks to hop back in. Um, both all three of those teams are down about a hundred or seventy to a hundred points. So a big change. And then Argo, the same thing at eleven seventy. He would need to get in based on record, I believe, at five and five or a couple big wins. So your top six are Sam, Tyler. Sims, Bryant, Mitch, and Colby going into week 11. All right, fellas, thanks for listening. It should be uploading time for your um, 5 o'clock commute. Um, big matchups this week. Look forward to a, maybe one or even two more podcast this week discussing week 11 um go have a great week and we'll see you later